another reading and another reminder for all of us that he is in control, that he is the one that can heal, and he is the one that has authority over our minds and our hearts and our lives. He is the one who can bring us back again to sanity, right? In the midst of an insane world with everything. And as we, we, we look at, at everything and as we find again who he is, I think we need to, to, to spend the time together today in, in contemplating about this, that he is the one. He is the one that can actually, as it says here, that they brought to him basically an insane man, a madman, but he brought him back again. Because he has the power, and he has the willing, and he has the ability in order to cast out, in order to control, in order to bring back again our minds and our thoughts into sanity again in the midst of a crazy world. That's why today's psalm comes into declaring that psalm 71 but you are my strong refuge let my mouth be filled with your praise and with your glory all the day but you are my strong refuge interestingly this particular verse 7 and 8 of psalm 71 is cut so the beginning of that verse verse 7 it says i have become as a wonder to many I have become as a wonder to many, but you are my strong refuge. Let my mouth be filled with your praise. So I think that's the key, that I have become a wonder. Wonder meaning actually not just wonder as, as, as a miracle, but wonder as a sign, as a proof. I became a proof that you are in control. If I'm saying that you are in control, if I'm insane that like, you know, what is he doing? <laughs> He's not working. But that's not the point. That is not the point. They brought to him a man that is crazy, that is mad, that is deaf, that dumb, possessed. And he said, no, what? I have control. And I, with the finger of God, as it says in the other gospel, by the power of God, that I can cast out demons, not by any other thing. So today we want to talk about this a little bit. That I, 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 am I really a proof, a sign that he is in control or not? Am I a proof and a sign that he's in control? Am I approved in the midst of a crazy world that I am still keeping my sanity, keeping my peace, keeping my joy? I'm just going with the flow, right? Here, here we are a few days away from the election. Everybody's going crazy, and we don't know what's happening and what's going to happen after this and who's going to win. And I'm just like, you know, drawn into that madness and forgetting that he is in control. He is the one who brought this person back again into his mind into his mind. With that, with, with, the, with the readings of today, I'm going to point out three things that we can talk about as, again, answer to the question, am I a sign? Am I a proof that he is in control or not? Does my action, my life, my way of thinking proves that, that he is really the one that's in control, that he really can cast out demon or not? Three things real quick, real quick, but, uh, but uh, and then I'm going to actually reference it to something that's very important. Or maybe I, may, I should do this first. Reference it to a story in the Old Testament, the book of Judith, Yehudat, one of the books that we probably don't read because it's not in the New King James. It is one of the Epocrypha, right? The deuterocanonical books. But basically that book talks about a king that was a mad king, crazy king, have all the power, all the strength, 
all the ability to destroy everything, and he went and sent messages to everyone saying, you better submit to me, otherwise I'm going to come and destroy you. Everybody panicked. Everybody said, okay, yes, just come. Don't do anything. We're all yours. Take whatever. Just don't kill us. Then he came to the people of Israel, and they said no. And the king was puzzled, like, what's happening? Who are those people? How can they stand against me and say no? How can they keep their sanity in the midst of a crazy world that everybody is going crazy because they are afraid of me? And I'm just going to read certain thoughts. He brought one of the, of the kings of the other nations and asked him, like, who are these people? How come they are not willing to submit to me? And it reads like that in chapter 5 of, of the book, some of the... Of the, of the explanation of that other person saying, who are these people? And although they had entered without bow and arrow, talking about the people that they went into the promised land, and without shield and sword, their God fought on their behalf and was victorious. He is actually explaining to, to the king, who are these people? Why are they so strong? Why are they so faithful? Why they can keep their sanity in the midst of a world that's all crazy and all submitting to the enemy? They, although they have entered without bow and arrow and without shield and sword, their God fought on their behalf and was victorious. That's Judith 5.16. And then he goes on in 5.17. And there was no one who could attack these people except. There's no one could attack these people except when they withdrew from the worship of the Lord their God. Very simple. Very simple. You worship, you submit, you obey, you stay under his wings, you are keeping your sanity. Except when we, when they withdrew from the worship of the Lord their God. And then 5.18 says, but as often as they worshipped any other except their own God, they were delivered to plunder. So number one, withdraw from God. Number two, worshipping another God. And it's very, very clear now other gods that we are worshiping. Worshiping another god. But as often as they worship any other except their own god, they were delivered to plunder and to the sword and into reproach. And then 5.19 it says, but as often, again, as often as they were repentant for having withdrawn from the worship of their god, the god of heaven gave them power to resist. Very easy, very simple, but very strong. You stay in the field, you will get food. You stay under his protection, you will stay protected. You stay under his peace, you will have peace. You get entangled with everything else, then we are a madman trying to find sanity in the midst of an insane world. And then 521 it says, And as long as they did not sin in the sight of their God, it was well with them, for their God hates iniquity. Period. As long as they did not sin in the sight of their God. Not in the sight of the people, not in front of people, not because I look like I'm a nice person, I'm a polite person, I don't do anything wrong. How about in the sight of God? As long as they did not sin in the sight of their God, it was well with them, for their God hates iniquity. Very simple again. That's why they brought that person to God, because he needed to be restored. He needed to see him. He needed to see, you know what, that's enough with the world. Enough with worshiping another God. Enough with withdrawing from him. Enough, enough sinning in the sight of the God. I need 
to be restored. I need to be, to come back again to my sanity. So with that, three things real quick from today's readings. Number one, the Pauline epistle says, be a man, <laughs> right? Kunu regalen, be a man. Oh, it's hard, Abuna, it's tough, we don't do this, we don't have time, uh, you know how temptation, well, be a man. <laughs> St. Paul puts it very straightforward, right? Tough it up. <laughs> be a man. If you want to fight, be a man. Number two, in the Catholic epistle, submit and draw near. Humble yourself. Draw near and he will draw near to you. You go away, you're on your own. And number three, in the book of Acts, says, through the grace of the Lord, we shall be saved. Well, maybe I can't. Maybe I don't able, I'm not able to do it. I'm not able to be a man. I'm not able to really submit. I'm not able to, 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 to draw near to him. Well, how about you just come to him? We're just talking about this with the, with the college group on Friday about Ruth and how she came and laid under the feet of whom? Of Boaz. And actually the word it says not just laid, that she actually poured herself. Come and pour yourself in front of him. Instead of taking another step backward, instead of taking another decision like this is too hard to do, I cannot keep my, my sanity, just come and pour your heart, pour your mind, pour your life. And said, you know what? She unrevealed the cover to see him. <laughs> unrevealed the cover that's between us and between him. See what's really there. Be a man. Have a spiritual rule. This is my rule every day. This is what I'm committed to. Not when I want to pray, I'll pray. Balance your life. See what's more important. Have God in everything. Whether you work 24 hours or you work 10 hours or whatever you do, have life, have God in the whole thing. As we say before, the God is the whole tray, not compartments. Depend on the grace. Come daily to him and say, Lord, it is hard. I cannot do it. But you are the only source of sanity and peace. May the Lord give us that understanding that we will become the proof, the sign. And people look at us in the midst of an insane world and say, there is hope. Who are these people? That's what the king said. Who are these people? How come they can stand in front of me and say, no, we will not surrender? And the answer came very, very, very simple. They did not withdraw they did not worship other gods, and they came to you in repentance. And whenever they do the opposite, they are what? Destroyed. Let's humble ourselves in, in the midst of a time that we all need to do that. The, the world is in need to see really a proof, a sign that I am in control. I am the source of every good thing. To him the glory, now and forever, to the ages of all ages. Amen.